Brian and Bill Caswell. This is the Build Race Party Show, and tonight we got uh, my good friend John Ackerman with us on the uh, on the phone. You there, John? Hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> good, man. So uh, I say good friend, but like you know, John's like one of my best friends. Like, uh, uh, and he's come on the show because we're gonna retell a bunch of fun stories. Like John and I, uh, that that like fun crazy trip where we went to the twenty four hours of the Grand Prix of the Nurburgring and then to the Monaco Grand Prix. John and I went on that together. Like. Been to my mom's house a bunch of times. Like John and I have built a ton of cars together, Baja one thousand stuff. So uh, just to give like people some background, John, you know what I mean? This is yeah. one thing to be like you yeah. have a friend, and then it's another thing to be like, no, it's like one of your good friends that's like crashed underneath your race car while you're still like wiring it and like <laughs> in the top part of it. You know, like one of those types I, of friends. You know, I, I've been there through most of the, <laughs> most of the horrors. Most of the horrors. <laughs> I have been yelled at once or twice. <laughs> yeah, I get cranky sometimes in the middle of the night, especially like in the later years after we've been doing it for too long, and it like lost some know, of its. Right? It lost some of its. Like, why are we doing this? Oh, it was always fun though. <laughs> it was always fun. So, uh, so for everyone from home, uh, the other kind of cool thing is like John and I met right as this whole thing just exploded. So we met at uh, Rally Tennessee two thousand nine, right, John? That's right. Yeah, I was living down in Southern Kentucky, and I. I drove down, not really knowing what the. Wait, what did I was you ride down? To. Were you on a bike like a KLR? No. Was that Sam's no, no, dad? No, that, was, that was Sam's dad. Yeah. Did you realize how uh, tired I was? I barely even remember who was on what. Yeah, I show up and and I'm like, well, they were in some downtown in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee, and I walk up and there's this van and and there's a <laughs> bunch of people I don't know, and except for Sam Smith. But Sam was actually in the car with you, so there's a bunch of people I don't know. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then, then instantly I'm in the back of a van going out to. Were you like gas or out. something, or what did we? No, you 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 ran off the road. Oh yeah, bit. after the second stage. Yeah, 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 I thought you meant like in the very yeah. beginning. Because when we got there, I feel yeah. like we needed like fuel for service or something, and like Simo was doing like an alignment, and we had to get a tech inspection. Oh, that's right. You know what? Dude, I, I think I like when yeah. The guy who did the tech inspections now like a really really good friend of mine, and he and he runs the Alfred State Motorsport uh, program in New York. Like a, it's like a two year, no. it's a four year program, but the final two years are nothing but motorsports. So instead of just like learning engineering, you learn like race suspension geometry, like race tires or like differentials, and cool stuff, you know. Awesome. Yeah. But like, how funny is it that one guy that was like poking through our car that one morning, <laughs> which must have <laughs> been just horrific. Case. You know what I mean? That seems to be the case. There's sort of the trend with all the races that, that you and I have been together and I'm sure more where there's just some famous dude, like the guy, that, the head of Volkswagen that was uh, down at Baja 1000. Oh, and... yeah. <laughs> like, these people are like, <laughs> Who and why? And then all of a sudden, like, you know, you find out, well, hey, that guy. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm trying to remember <laughs> that. Like, for me, that's like, wait, when was that? Like, I, that, was, that week was like a mess, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, they both were. Tennessee was so tired, dude. Like, I've been up all night. And wait, how did you know Sam? Didn't you guys do some, like, uh, BMW Roundel competition thing together? Like, that's we right. rode the bikes. Yeah. What What the hell was that again? Like we've talked about yeah, it before, so was, but it's been like a decade, right? Like we were first hanging out, you told me the whole yeah. rundown, but what was the deal? I remember reading the article back in the day. It was it was really weird. Uh, they had a, <laughs> uh, 
little contest that if you submitted this you know 300 word essay you got the chance to write at the e46 3 series launch and um oh I, okay i thought e- it was that thing we wrote e90 it was e90 <clears throat> got it so you were just doing like a launch you had to write the article thing that's right and oh, okay my bad time that sam, sam was the you know journalist coming from rondell and well we get up to the bar and you know we're the two youngest people by far in this event and so after you know hobnobbing with you know the yeah, but it was, a, it was like a proper, it was like a proper press trip, right? Yeah, yeah. And the, then you, the and then like you won a contest by like writing an article or something, right? And that got you on that's the, right. yeah, it's to be like a journalist on the. There. Okay, so wait, so sorry, dude. So yeah. I got this confused with. Remember that weird competition like Farnsworth and I guess Sam did, where it was like a decathlon of weird BMW things. <laughs> yes, I, you, I yeah. thought you went on to that with <laughs> Sam. For some no, reason, this, this is, where the two of you were like no, doing gymkhanas and riding dirt bikes and like all that nonsense. Okay, my bad. No, so you, yeah, you submitted the article. You went to the press before. launch. Yeah, and that's yeah. how you met Sam. Okay, so keep going. Well, yeah, the, the weird thing was was that uh, Sam and I both from Louisville, and we both went to school in St. Louis, and we missed each other by a couple of of you know maybe a year or two in St. Louis, but I had common friends. So it was just a really bizarre thing that we you know, only come together in Pittsburgh for some press launch. Um, yeah, that is. And then, and then, then we instantly became friends. And, yeah, totally. Um, he said, hey, I'm going down to, and he told many stories about you, and he said, I'm going yeah. down to Tennessee. Um, it's like a, an hour and a half. So I ran down there, like, man, this sounds cool. So that's, that's how I ended up down there. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fast <laughs> and random. And like, what the hell was that? Did we, I don't think we even <laughs> sticked around. He's like, Simon wanted to get back for like his work. Like, for, he's like, well, now that you're That's not right. racing anymore, he's like, screw taking a day off. He's like, we're going home. I'm like, no, I want to stay. <laughs> I, I, he's like, I think we I think hightailed it, was, it, it out of there. Yeah, it took me like two and a half hours to get there. And then I was there for maybe an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Say, except it took <laughs> us, I, I feel like it took us like 18 hours to get there. I mean, it's not possible, but it felt like forever. Yeah. Like we left it at like, n- well, we left at like nine at night or something. And I feel like we got there just in time for the driver's meeting stuff at like 6 a.m. Or we had to go to, a, we had to go to like a special uh, novice meeting because we missed that. And they mm-hmm. let us like pay the instructor. The fee, I think, went to the rally program. But like we paid like an extra fee, like a late fee. And then got our special private novice program the morning of the race. It was kind of funny. So, like, remember that? Like, at 6 a.m., Sam and I had to go into that building. Right? And they're asking us, like, a whole bunch of questions. And, like, I mean, whatever. Yeah, exactly. That was such a disaster. We came out. I'm like, Simon, because we didn't even do an alignment. We just got the thing bolted together. And then left. So Chris is like, dude, don't worry. Like, he's like, you got to do a bunch of stuff, like sign registration things, get wristbands. He's like, I can align it by the time they come out. This is an E30, right? It's just toe. He's like, who cares about the other stuff? Good luck. <laughs> right, just to go. That's that actually reminds me because we were driving. We couldn't. We didn't know where the hell you guys were, where you went off. And so we're just driving down backwards down the the rally stage, and we're just stopping the places and we're asking, has anybody seen it? two guys in race suits that might be next to a car or might not be next to a car. And everybody's like, has no idea where you are. And we came to the middle of someone's front yard and there you are. 
Well, yeah, because we finished the stage and we're like making the next transit when like we realized the radiator had a yeah. minor puncture and the car starting to overheat. That was so we were like, it's like what they say, like you know, you see those like missions where they they lose like the boat at sea or they lose like a plane, but like in the last like uh-huh. twenty minutes it detoured like the wrong way out of the flight path, so they always search in the wrong area. Like where <laughs> right. we we were like fifteen miles from where we like crashed. Because they like came out and pushed us back on the stage, and I'm like, yeah, it seems pretty good. Because all it did was berm the core support under the radiator, and like mm-hmm. and puncture the radiator slightly. So I'm like, as yeah, car feels pretty good. So we just like went tearing back off. Of course, like the right side had like what grass in the tire. It was like worse than I realized. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Like one of the rims oh, was yeah. just full of like earth <laughs> from sliding sideways. <laughs> Yeah, that sucked. I was was too tired to be driving that fast of a car. It was so, there was so much going on. It was my first time. I mean, we had like some cheap intercom in the car. Like, I couldn't hear Sam uh, at all. Like, and I think he had like a boom mic on like an open face helmet. Yeah. So, so like, it was just gravel noise. Like, I could just hear the gravel hitting the underside of the car and like, like engine noise. Like, and yeah. And then there was someone in the background being like, right four, 1,000, over cross, right five, left five, right entry, right entry, left 1,000, through five, right five, five, four, five, five. And you don't even like, you don't know what the, you don't know the rights or lefts are just fucking numbers coming through. It's like the only part that he's like enunciating. There's five. And it's not his fault. Like it's fucking hell. Like we've been up for a week straight. Like we're exhausted and we strap into like a ridiculously fast M3. Like an E30 M3, like carbon hood, carbon. I don't think we had the carbon car front. Yeah, car is badass. Awesome. Yeah, Euro motor, Euro S50B32, six speed trans, and then I think a 410 or a 445 rear diff. 445 rear diff and a six speed. Thing was so fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we had something like uh, like 20 brake pistons or something. I don't know. Right, we had like <laughs> six, 12. Plus another eight. Yeah, we had 20 brake pistons. Like, Jesus. Yeah, I know, dude. The thing was badass. My cars have like four. <laughs> like yeah, even, I mean, that's even horrible. my E46 M3s, right? It's got four brake pistons. <laughs> that thing had, the most, thing had 20. Most brake power. Like 20 brake pistons. So I had to machine all those things and stick them in a little caliber so I could bolt them on that car. <laughs> so it was so like way over the top for what we were trying to do to drive like for the first time down some like back. And, like, everyone yeah. said it was tarmac. It was not fucking tarmac. It was, like, uh, tar and gravel or whatever it's called. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, what is that stuff called? I don't know. It's um, some, like, weird Kentucky-Tennessee road thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And someone's like, you know, if we just uh, throw some tar down, let the gravel hit it, we could be back drinking bourbon by dinner. And then you're, I mean, and then, that is our goal. Okay. Yep. And then the, oh, no, I'm just being obnoxious. <laughs> but seriously, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a fake road. It's like someone built it in Minecraft. Like it's not, it's like a tar and gravel or something. And they just glue it together, like on the road as they go or something like that. So like, there's just yeah. loose gravel everywhere. And if there isn't loose gravel, you just floor it. And the tires spin and shoot gravel off the tar. Like it, there's <laughs> right. It's actually ends up being slicker probably than. <laughs> yeah, it's like not even. It's like uh, it's like racing on like the marbles of a racetrack. 
Like, what the <laughs> hell is this? <laughs> like, you have mm. grip, but it's, like, super intermittent and, like, really slow-mo and weird. You know, you know what I mean? So there's that. And then the only thing we were scared about were these stupid chicanes to regulate speed. And I knew right. that, like, with, That's like... That's where you went off, isn't it? Yeah, totally. And I knew with, like, my stigmatism and, like, whatever, that it would be hard to, def- like... I just know from doing this from, like, autocross, you give me, like, a sea of cones, I can't tell where the entrance is. It just looks like a mess of cones until I'm, like, 40 feet on it. Right. Right? So... I'm like, Sam, you just got to tell me if I need to be on the right or the left, like right or left entry. And then when I get up close to it, as long as I'm on the right side of the road, like as long as I'm on the right spot of the road, I'll fucking get through it. But I can't cross over and then cut back. Like I'll lose my weight transfer. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, right. So I'm like, just tell me what entry, right entry, left entry. And so Sam's yelling left entry, I think, maybe. And I'm thinking he's telling me to turn left. And it just turns out that they put the chicane at a T left. So the road goes straight and they built the chicane at the T and you use the T to go around the cones. Mm-hmm. But as I'm coming up to it, all I can hear Sam yelling is left entry, left entry, but I can't hear the entry. I just hear left, left, left. <laughs> right. And we're hauling ass. And so, so I'm like, sweet dude, that's a big, nice sweeper left. And I see a lot of cones, and I think they're marking that the road's blocked. Like, hey, don't Mm -hmm. continue, road's blocked. So they put a bunch of cones. Like, road doesn't go forward. You know what I mean? Turn left here. And and so I started setting up for the left. In the middle of the slide, I realized, like, that road's closed, and there's a whole bunch of spectators. (laughs) There's, like, people there. There's, like, 40, 50 people standing there, and I'm, like, sliding at, like, I don't know what speed, but, like, fast. On like this weird gravelly stuff with the front bumper facing them. Mm-hmm. So I had to go all the way the other way around and try to get back on the road. And then I went off to the left, like in a weird thing. And we just, we just bermed it. We bottomed out at like really high speed. Right. Like we just super <laughs> compressed the car, like all the shocks compressed, like bottomed out as we left the road. And <clears throat> it's amazing. That, that car, that car did a whole bunch of stuff with you. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I haven't talking a bunch. We we need and you need to tell more stories here, John. But like, yeah, that uh, I built that car and it went to one lap of America with my sister nine oh four, and then it did rally. Did all my driver school stuff when I was like when I needed to beat like Chris Simon. I brought that car. Mm -hmm. It's like remember I used to have like the black four door and that turned into my ITS car. Right. So I needed something like Chris was fast, and he kept like borrowing really fast cars. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. I'll get a Euro motor and stick it in E30 with wide, you know, fenders on it. And then yeah, I, right. And then I paid seventeen hundred dollars for that E30 M3. That's the one that was kind of down in South Chicago. Or yeah, something. it was like a. It was like being used as a. Uh, it was being used as like the local like brothel. So like, yeah. yeah, like the seats were all the way slid forward, and like the back seat was getting a lot of love. And so, yeah, like we pulled it out of there with four flat tires. It was so disgusting. But yeah, 1700 bucks for an E30 M3 dragged off the south side of Chicago. And then it did, did Rally Tennessee. I'm going to miss stuff. I know it went to Pike's Peak with us when I crashed it. Right. I don't know what else. It went to like some driver schools like Gingerman and stuff. Oh, it did, uh, it did like a NASA, it did a couple of NASA races. 
And because I realized once we had the rally cage and it was legal for wheel to wheel. So mm-hmm. I just started showing up at like Blackhawk. Like I found out, oh yeah, dude, they hated me. So I showed up once and I put the car on pole and knowing who I was. And then they had to come over and have like a, so are you sure you can race meeting? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I don't know. No one, no one, I mean, no one had seen me. I didn't run any of the NASA wheel to wheel races and I show up for that GTS stuff. Yeah. And oh like, yeah. GTS stuff was fun. Yeah, and I'm on, like, um, I think they ran us with a faster class or something, and I was on, like, the split pole of the second field or some nonsense. But they still came over and, like, you sure you know what you're doing? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm good. Naturally, I've got some weird misfire that I'm chasing, like, we're, like, an electrical yeah. cutout, and it happens right as they throw the flag. So, like, at the flag, <laughs> my whole car just bogs after I promise them I know exactly what I'm doing. But, yes, yeah, so I ran some wheel-to-wheel races. Hilarious. Yeah, it's like, dude, on the way back from... WRC Mexico, one of the years we heard that maybe a le- maybe 2010, maybe 2010, first year, we heard that mm-hmm. Terry uh, Fair was at like a track in Texas, and we went there, and there was a NASA wheel to wheel race, and we tried to unload the rally car and register it, <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, we don't." I was gonna run it on the on the gravel tires. I'm like, whatever, dude. It's really fast. I'll be fine. It's like, it'll it was... be fine. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little sideways, but it'll be all right. Well, we're, it was funny too because we were hanging out. And I'm like, oh hey, wait, you guys are racing. Uh, you guys are like, it was tomorrow. Like, you guys are or the afternoon, maybe. You guys are racing this afternoon. They're like, yeah. I'm like, sweet, dude. Uh, take cash. <laughs> like it was like, do you have a car with you? I'm like, yeah, actually, I got it in the trailer. Like, they were so confused. Like, well, let's go have a look at it. Like, you know, they didn't know what to expect. They open and there's like a rally car in there covered in like dirt from Mexico. They're like, I don't really think this is what like we had in mind. I'm like, no, it's got like an FIA cage. Like, it's, 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 got, it's got an S14 M3 motor and it's kind of quick. Anyway. So, yeah. No, which is, but, yeah. Which let's, is actually kind of funny because it's the. This tradition of showing up to race is kind of <laughs> at the last minute and, you know, finding our way into the races. But it, it always worked. It always worked. I mean, except for, good. like, you know, we had some issues where where we were working. Whenever we were building out of my mom's garage That's right. had, and had 24-7 resources to keep building. Whenever it was, yeah. and oh. Which goes into the next time that I see you, which is where we were racing <laughs> my mom's. Linens. Yeah, like what was that thing uh, called? Like the lamest night or the what was something? It had a famous uh, name. Like people still refer to it. Yeah, Uh, twenty four hours, twenty four hours in Nelson Ledges. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was the longest race that I think that Lemons ever did. Um, Yeah, it was like a really big deal. I think it was the first twenty four hour, maybe. Yeah, and maybe the last. I don't know. No, dude, because I ran one out in uh, at Button Willow. So they okay. still they still do like sporadically like a full twenty four hour on each of them. But it's like no one wants to do it. Like not even like the employees oh, want to do hard. it. Yeah, because they're like, hey dude, it's not that big of a deal. Just turn your car off and start it up again in the morning. Like <laughs> So remember so I, I show up to that race and uh you know, have fire suit, everything's ready and uh, there's and no car can. team. No, and, I, and everybody's asking me, like, who are you here with? And so it's, you know, well, you know, Bill Caswell, Sam Smith, they're they're on their way. And so, okay, yeah. So they went up and started talking to the, 
the the guys and the the administrative guys and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to get registered. The car's not here yet. Of course, they're giving me you know, a rash of shit for, well, you can't you can't register if there's no car here. It's going to be here. Like three hours. <laughs> like it's on a three trailer. Hours, <laughs> three hours after the race started, we, we show up. In fact, the, it was to the point where it was starting to get dark. So the car had not touched the track. Well, and yeah, that was time, all like once, once we knew. He's like, hold on a second. Like, that's not totally fair, right? Like. Like, really fair like originally the lemons car was going to be a group of people working on it and racing mm-hmm. it. And and so I went and bought the thing and got it home. And then like, it was just Sam and I like right. deal came by for like a little bit, knocked some big stuff out and then like left, but he wasn't, he didn't know interest in like driving it. And it was like a free seat. I was like, dude, I got the oh, car, wow. I got the tires, I got the brakes. Like all you gotta do is just show up. That's like right. I, I want to say you paid for like a license and like you paid for some of something. We, I was like, all oh, right, yeah. thanks, but I think like How about some Xbox games. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it was, right? I'm like, yeah, go by the Walmart pick up. That was actually one of my favorite parts of the evening. That's like, right. That so forever from home, like you know, while the car was late, I still made sure to bring a generator, a TV, an Xbox, and then we got like the new Rally Cross game or whatever that came out. So while Sam was like out on track driving, John and I are like sitting under blankets, like in the because it was a twenty four hour race. It's like two in the morning, and we're just sitting there like playing video. Yeah, so much fun. We're like outside in the paddock playing video games, waiting for him (laughs) to come in. Uh, That was a good time, but like, yeah. So like when everyone dropped out and we realized we weren't really going to make it, the plan was just to go enjoy the rally lights at night. Remember, remember how bright those things were? Oh my god! And you come up on cars. And Dude, they were like, like nuclear. The they were like nuclear bright. <laughs> they were so bright that you couldn't even get close to a car in front of you because it was blinding yourself. Oh yeah, I would move over. Like I wouldn't draft people because you couldn't see anything. It was like the whole center of your vision would just go white. Like if their car was silver or white, you're just done. Do you remember the um, you remember the Snoopy van? Did you ever see that on a track? I'm trying to remember that. It had like Snoopy's doghouse or something. It was like all the oh, yeah, it was like yeah. the Red Baron or something. Like it was like the <laughs> yeah. but it was so big, it was like twelve feet tall, I feel like. Like we go into the corners where we're thinking it was gonna fall over and land on us. Like just crush us. Like it has so much lean and you're going around like the outside of the van, you're like, Don't fall over, don't fall over. I don't know. That was the amazing thing about you know that that race and thinking about that car. Just how awesome that car handled. You remember that? Dude, it was so good. Like, it was so good. Plus, uh, Nelson is like long. This is a 750 IL, by the way. Yeah, but Nelson's (laughs) like long sweepers. So, like, the long wheelbase is, like, really nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it it handled like a great big E30. Yeah, didn't it? A big E30. It was great. So, even with an automatic, it was that... You know, as shitty as automatics are, it it was fun. It was a lot of fun to drive. It it needed better gearing because, Mm -hmm. like, coming out of the corners, it would take way too long to lug that, like, second gear. Remember when it would, like, pull third? You'd be like, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) Like, oh, God. They went into overdrive. (laughs) Yeah, like, the the rate of acceleration normally on cars gets slower the faster you go. That car's rate of acceleration got like better as the gearing got better. But you'd like start off like you come out of the corner like 
couldn't really do first. So you'd be in bogged second. Down. You'd be like bogged down. Like, nah. And then when that thing would have to redline, the next shift would drop right into the power band. So, like, you, you never got a power band shift until, like, back straight, like, doing third or in between the corners. Like, you know what I mean? And you'd be like, ah, oh, like, what, what just happened there? If we had that full time, the car would have been pretty quick. Oh, my God. The car would have been fast as shit. And it had E36 brakes. Remember that? And E36. You had the E30 M, E36 M3 wheels on it, too. Yeah, it was just easier to do. <laughs> they're all in the basement. Why not just put it all on? Right, and they're strong. <laughs> Not about that. Oh, that was great. I've tried that to sell great. those wheels so many times. No one ever buys them. It's got the same <laughs> tires on it, by the way, from that race. I mean, I even, I even put them on a car and tried to list the car for sale, and no one bought that. So we cut the car to pieces. And that's the car that's forming the the outside of the. Uh, the yeah, I took all the body panels and I'm now using them to make the other car. <laughs> Right. Well, it was like, I realized like I was going to take it away. So I just parted it out. So I took all the body panels off of it, like headlights, taillights, like a bunch of random nonsense, seats, doors, that's, and then bump, my... and M3 bumpers and was like, call the tow truck. I think they gave me money for it. Really? Yeah. Maybe because my... I had like two M44 engines that were like kind of garbage, like head gaskety or just no, I don't know. They're just mm-hmm. chunk M44s. And I had two automatic transes for the M44s. So we just kept mm-hmm. throwing everything inside the car. <laughs> anyway, by the way, it was like a super random tangent, John. But like, wait, maybe we had to pay to take it away. But but either way, the tow truck driver showed up and he took away a 318 Ti with no doors on it. And in each driver's seat area was a complete engine and transmission. <laughs> And then we piled the rest of the car with as many metal and like BMW parts as we could. Sure. Like, yeah, just like all the scrap from the basement that I don't want. And like weird, yeah, just tons of nonsense. And we opened the hatch and like filled that. Well, the guy loaded it and we're like, hey, aren't you going to like strap the engines down? And he's like, no, they're good. And like they're just sitting there with the doors open. And like, oh, there's no rear hatch. There's no glass. So everything in the back's just like. Like, he turns Please? a corner, and, like, something came out of the back, and we're like, Jesus. <laughs> like, he's going to be bouncing, like, alternators and, like, <laughs> right, power steering all pumps, like, stuff. all the way down the highway. <laughs> and, and we asked him, too. We're like, what's the deal? He's like, not my problem. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it was some, like, really weird response. We're like, but you're the tow truck driver. You're the driver. Like, how could it not be your problem? He's like, I'm just paid to hook up the car. If the car comes apart while I'm towing it, that's not my problem. I don't worry wow. about that. Right. Like, think about it. Like, if they're hooking up, like, a salvage car, it's not yeah. his job to evaluate whether the bumpers are still adequately attached. Like if the rear bumper wow. comes yeah. off in transit, he's got insurance for that. But I'm kind of like an engine just sitting there with no door, and it's, like, sitting on the oil pan. It's all, like, wobbly and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> right. And I was like, okay. I don't know. I should probably should have said something. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so do that Nelson Ledges race, dude. So that was wild. That was like the first time we like got to hang out. Yeah, like really got to hang out, got to race together. I need the, um, I need the where's the like love thing like wrong one. Wrong one. I'll try again another time. <laughs> Alright, I got bored. I'm drinking a little bit of wine here, so I'm getting a little buzz. I'm, nice. I'm getting happy on push buttons. Get a little little bourbon in me right now. Yeah, are you drinking uh, fancy stuff? 
Yeah, this is some fancy stuff. It's uh, like a limited release, Woodford Reserve, blah, 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 blah. And it's, it's pretty tasty. I'm pretty sure my Woodford Reserve says limited on the front bottle, too. I got yeah, it, I got it like at a, CVS. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, this is a, it's a double, double oaked. Uh, oh, that's little cool. Little tiny bottle. Yeah. What, so okay, so wait, while we're on a tangent, what the hell is cask strength? Like, do they leave uh, it there longer? Or what's that mean? It's not cut. So it comes off that, comes out of the barrel and it goes straight into the glass or straight into the bottle. Whereas, like most bourbons, will be cut down to a certain proof. Like most common is about like eighty proof. Um, oh, that's they just add water to it. Yep. Yeah. Is like, it water uh, to it? Yep. Does that kind of ruin it? Why not just get the strong cast strength and add your ice cubes? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's where, and historically, it's been difficult to distill a flavorful or drinkable uh, barrel strength or cast strength. And only until in the past probably 15 years have people been able to, A, distillers have been really good at it, and B, has it become sort of a, a, a thing where people are tolerating the taste. Yeah, um, I've got a bottle of cast strength on it, and it's like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it, yeah, it, so, it, it reminds me of like if you were on horseback in the Wild West and they they pull that fucking bottle out like that's covered that's in like right. the leather bag and it's all like wrapped and they pop that cork off and they're like drinking their whiskey like that's, that's what's where, in there. That's where I keep my bourbon is on the back of a horse. <laughs> right, in a, in a like in a jar like in the leather thing like it's like from like that's uh, Game horse. of Thrones. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I wear the cowboy hat and everything when I drink my bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> It's wonderful, um, but yeah. So that's that's what it means. The, the whole cast strength thing. Got it. Okay. Sorry. All right, so back to the racing. Yeah. Uh, so wait. Uh, the lamest day. That's what it was called. The lame. That's right. The lamest day, and it's like apparently one of the more famous lemons races because it was like it, it, not the height of shenanigans, but it was like right, right as excuse right me, right as things were getting out of control, and right, right exactly, and. Uh, and so, like, there was, like, parties almost in the pits. Oh, Remember walking insane. over there? Like, it felt like you are like, uh... It's almost like a... Like, almost like a party. Like, weird. Like, not Mardi Gras, but, like, like you're at a concert or something. That's right. It was, it like, was like, a... Like, you're, tail, like you're tailgating, thing. and you're like, oh, let's go into the concert and hear a couple songs. You, like, walk <laughs> into the pit lane and watch a bunch of people getting judged. And, like, right. you know it's what I like, mean? Like, it's almost, going to, like, a car... NASCAR race. No, it's almost <laughs> like, like camping at a carnival. Like, like camping at a a little bit of a of a tiny Burning Man, maybe. A little um, bit, just with all the lights and the fact you're wandering well, around, and, and it all just feels a, very fucked up. And Nelson Ledges is such a shitty little place too, as far as like you know, there's no bathrooms, and you can't drive your vehicle. You can't you can't actually tow over the the uh, the track. You have they have to shut the track down for you to tow through it. Oh, that's right. That's why we were paddocked out outside because that's we had exactly right, right. Because we got there after the race started. Right. That's, that's why we were like. What's that? Was it I got my competition license. At, yeah, at track's Nelson really Lake. cool. AER just raced there. The race looked awesome. Fun. It's just fun. fast. Yeah, it is. There's like rolling little bits that you don't even realize that are on the track, and you can get. Uh, this is a lot of fun. It's, it's cool. Someone uh, just bought it, I guess. And they're oh, really? yeah, and they're apparently awesome. And they, uh, I think, I guess they repaved it, 
and they're starting to make it nice and you know lots of improvements. But for the longest coming. time the bathroom was the worst I think they still worst are dude. racetrack bathroom of, of all racetrack bathrooms in, in the world. I mean you could you could like go to a rally and you know <laughs> realize that you like your service park is in like a, a parking lot with nothing around. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's like there's there's some others that are kind of like, what the hell is this? So, so we ended up crashing out that um, that race with. Uh, we didn't crash it out. We played break it. No, what did we play? Bunch. Break it, crash it. What are what is that movie? No, but um, I thought we were like everyone gets seven laps to break it or crash it. Weren't we like <laughs> trading the car off? Like we were really tired and wanted to go to bed. We were. We were, we were, That's the we way were, I, I remember being really tired, wanting to go to sleep, but none of us really wanted to like <laughs> actually withdraw. Right. And so a car dropped coolant and ended up, you, I think you were driving, I was driving. And ended up sideways. Yeah, yeah. And it was, there was a, a, a Dodge Neon that T boned you. And that's the, the thing that's no, I, no, 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 dude. I went sideways into the Neon at like 40, 50 oh, miles right. an hour. So I, that's I went. right. He was so, off the track. Yeah, I went off the track exactly in the same trajectory as him. He spun as he went off. So when he was done, he was facing me. So I go off, and my headlights are going straight into his headlights, and I've got like a head-on collision in the grass. But he's like a fucking half mile away. Like, he's so far away. Like, I'm like, there's just no way I'm going to hit him, right? But the moment I hit the grass kind of thing, like, it's like wet grass. Like, I actually do that at accelerating feeling thing yeah right so i'm like oh my god i'm fucked and i turned the car i remember turning the car and going full throttle and trying to drive like out of the trajectory (laughs) which in a rally car totally would have worked you would have hooked up and i would have like rejoined the track which was kind of my game plan i'm like well i'm not gonna hit that tire wall that tire wall is like an infinity it's so far out there and it came so quickly and then, yeah, so I, I actually turned the car sideways, but I never moved my trajectory. The rear wheels just spun, and I went B-pillar directly into his bumper. Remember that? And I pushed the, the cage all the way into the driver's seat, and we had, like, NAS, uh, NAS, one NASCAR bar. Yeah, and the amazing thing, though, was that because the wheelbase of the 7 Series is the exact track width of the Neon, is that you went from from front wheel to back wheel without touching any suspension. So the car was perfectly drivable. Oh yeah, dude, it was totally fine. Well, wait, no, not only that, I hit him with the side of my car and then bounced and rotated off of him. So, so I put my old car into him and I totaled the fucking knee. Like I felt bad. We talked to those guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. like there's pictures yeah. on the net of like something like we were here. I forget what the hell happened, but like yeah, yeah. that car was done. And then, um, but they were the ones who dumped the coolant that caused me to go off too, as well as them. So, right. so it anyway. was really, but it was, dude, I bounced off of them and landed on the tire wall. So like, I, I don't think you ever saw the in-car video. Like, like I landed on top of the tires. So when I got oh. done and like, honestly, dude, when I hit sideways, I closed my eyes. Like there's nothing I yeah. need to see anymore at that point. <laughs> right. <laughs> And when I opened them, I was like, you couldn't see anything. It was just like trees and sky. Like, there's no horizon. There was no track. There was no road. There was no cars. It was just, like, weird. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And so, like, I finally opened the door. It was, oddly, the door worked. 
that's the, so the weirdest thing is that car nothing was really wrong with it other than a big dent it was like a the whole car was, like was caved cartoon. in like yeah dude like a cartoon like we imprinted a, a neon like a foot deep into the side of our car it was really ugly but like the door opened and closed and the lock worked remember that <laughs> yeah so i opened the door maybe i got out through the window actually i might have like leaned out through the window and i'm like i'm like four or five feet in the air so like it, it like bounced me into the air and I like skimmed up onto it and came to a rest. And for whatever reason, I talked the Nelson Ledges guys into letting me stay in the car while they dragged me off. So they hooked up the strap and dragged me off the tire rack, the tire so you could drive wall. Out. Yeah, and I fired it up and drove it back to the pits because I figured it would be our only real chance to assess what like the damage was. Right. 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 <laughs> I think that was just enough for us to go and go to that that little crappy motel that we ended up in that night dude that was uh what's his name's room the dude who owns the series the guy who started it uh, no yeah you oh, didn't was. know that it was jay oh it was Don't jay lamb's me. room uh, that's right it was Jay's. yeah like sam and jay were buds and that's you right. saw the look on sam's face he's like hey i already checked on my room like don't don't trash it or like steal the towels remember that <laughs> yeah we're like who do you think we are he's like there's a lemon race don't take the towels <laughs> all right <laughs> And we went back to like someone's stinky room that had been slept in for like a night or two. <laughs> right. And the bed dumb. Yeah. But it was yeah. really close to the track. Like we were there in seconds. Like I'm not even sure who drove us there. Maybe you. Even I think you met... so. I don't know what happened. That was a mess. But yeah, do you remember playing Break It, Crash It? Like we each took like seven laps. Was... And you either yeah. had to break yeah. the car or crash the car? I do remember that now. Because oh. we were both like, well, we can't retire. it," And it was an automatic, and we realized you couldn't actually break it. Like, you couldn't smoke right. the brakes without breaking it. And you couldn't. And the engine was really just going what, and it wasn't really stressed. No, the thing would just turn all day long. Like, there was nothing we could do to break <laughs> the thing. I was cutting all the curbs. Like, I was just <laughs> jumping things. I'm like, I'm going to rip something off this car. And like, <laughs> but in seven laps, it was like, nope. Things fine. And then do you remember Sam kept getting me pit speed lane penalties, which is yep. why I was on my cell phone when I yep. crashed. I was talking on my yep. phone to Simo when I crashed the car. <laughs> All right. I don't know if you, yeah, you knew that. Oh, I, I knew that. Yeah. There's totally. a video that I think might be on YouTube. He's like, I know I sent it to Jay. Jay's like, were you really? Because I told him about it. I'm like, dude, I was, I mean, like you sit in pit lane for a half hour. So I brought my phone and Chris called. Yeah while I was sitting there and I answered and when the dude waved me time to go out, he's like, don't be a pussy. He's like, just, he's like, just put your helmet on, tuck the wires inside your fire suit and like, just drive dude. It's like, it's a car. Like pretend I'm your co-driver. And I'm like, I don't know. It seems like a bad idea. He's like, why? Just let me listen. And I'm like, all right, fine. You can come out. So I put the helmet on and I remember, he's like, just talk me through what's going on. Like pretend I'm blind. And I'm in Texas. Tell me what you're seeing. And so I just talked through the whole thing. It was hysterical. The 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 uh, pit out guy thought I was insane. He's like, you you like because back then not a lot of teams had radios, right? Right. So he came and was like, what you know? So there's that. And then I went out and I'm like, and I'm passing this guy. And I'm passing. I'm passing around the outside. And I'm passing around the inside. Like the video is really funny. So I was just <laughs> cracking up. I'm like, I, can I go around the outside? He's like, go around the outside. I'm like, I'm going around the outside. Like, it was fucking such a riot. 
Oh, we need to post that video up. Dude, they poured clam juice all over me in the pit lane. Remember that Clamato juice? Like I'm like, dude, yeah. it's like a nice fire suit, assholes. Like, what? Can you pour clam <laughs> juice into my nice, like, what's wrong with you people? You know, like, it should have gotten, like, a G-Force. Like, we're, sorry for the people wearing G-Forces, but, you know, <laughs> they work fine, I'm I was, sure. But, like, I was in that... Go ahead. yeah, you were the super NASCAR suit. Yeah, I was in that borrowed NASCAR suit from Valvoline. <laughs> yeah, did you have to return that? Uh, I yeah. was supposed to. <laughs> that suit's so awesome it makes an awesome halloween costume you know, dude it makes for an awesome racing suit it's like a full it embroidered it does. is it a simpson because it's nascar no it's puma oh really oh yeah that's a nice that's, suit. that's some fancy stuff yeah it's uh it's something that i i mean it was back when you couldn't even buy puma as a non- you know, sponsored team. Person. Yeah, right. How annoying was that? Yeah, like, oh, you got to buy like twenty of them, and then we'll make them. Right. Yeah. Oh man, I mean, it's a, it's a, it is a neat suit. Um, <laughs> wait, what the hell is it? Just, uh, it's just oh, dude, buying uh, suits like that. So, like, you know, you can't get your hands on them, right? So they're kind of like rare and stuff. I ran mm-hmm. into um, a dude wearing Michael Schumacher's suit when he was at Benetton, I think. Mm-hmm. And like a lacy suit or something, but either or, like I'm in pit lane down at Sebring, like with a legit pit pass, and I look over and there's like two race car drivers, but they're in Formula One suits, Formula One helmets that match. Huh. And I look over and I finally I'm like I tap my show. I'm like, hey dude, what's the what the fuck? <laughs> right? And they both like get really nervous, and I'm like, what's the deal? They're like. So here's the thing, man. We just come to all the races, and instead of buying tickets, we just bought these dope-ass suits and helmets. <laughs> all right? And he goes, what we do is we go into the bathroom, and we suit up, and we just come around, and we jog, and we jog right by the guys, and they never ask for our pit pass. Because we're like, dude, I'm fucking Michael Schumacher, bro. <laughs> and apparently they've been doing, like, Sebring for, like, eight years like that. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. I know. That's, and, uh, while we're sharing other random, and then you got to tell us, Tara, while we're sharing other random uh, stuff, uh, do you remember uh, Torben and Jan? Yes. And yep. um, Torben, Jan. <clears throat> Torben and Mate- Matthias. 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 Yeah. Matthias. Yeah. So uh, uh, those guys buy old F1 tickets off eBay. So they go and buy like last year's Monaco F1 tickets and then put them in the laminated holders and just sit, sit like in those seats for all the practices and qualifying because usually they're not there until like race day. And right. either or they're really checking. Yeah. And because of the way Monaco is set up with all the different grandstands, some you can't even like get to that area unless you have one of those tickets. Right. So like they just have like stacks of badges and they spend like four dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars. They just buy people's like old ticket stubs. And they have like last year's number on it, but most of the people working are like volunteers. Right. They just look and they see like Monaco, mm-hmm. Formula One, and yeah, it looks familiar. It was last year's picture. Right? And then it's got, you know, the grandstand they're in. So they're like, Yeah, go ahead. And they just assume it's like a VIP ticket. Because Formula One's dumb. They have like 
Red Bull, they have all so much different branding going on. Oh yeah. They're like, you just assume someone got like a special pass for that seat. You know, that looks like last year's Red Bull ticket or whatever, you know? Right. Right. And that, which actually is kind of a fun segue into, even though like it's not in chronological order by any means, but straight into the trip. Dude, tell me that wasn't that that is the best road trip I've ever been on. I think it's the best like trip. I think that's what I was about to say. So I think it might be the best like vacation trip like thing that I've ever done. It It was insane. Yeah, where we didn't actually race. Right. Right. I mean, it was only like it was only like ten days. Yeah, it was ten days, and. I remember just kind of, you know, we loosely talked about, hey, we should go do this. It happened pretty and, quick. <laughs> and then it was like two weeks before we were supposed to have, you know, actually two weeks before we leave. Um, it came, it was like, hey, I'm getting, you know, emails from this person, emails from this person. Hey, John, I think we should fly to Amsterdam. I was like, all right, let's get, get tickets to Amsterdam. Where do you oh, think yeah, we should dude, fly? You, anytime you go to Europe, you have to fly into Amsterdam. He's like, where, where do you think we should fly out of? <laughs> the Amsterdam. I have no idea. No, I but no I, idea I had no. Well, I didn't have any. Well, originally we didn't know. Yeah, that's right. Because, right, originally we were going to get a rental car, right? Right. right. And then I asked Jalopnik if they would ask Ford if we could borrow a car. Mm-hmm. And they got us that Fiesta ST. So, like, right. you know, you have to borrow a Ford. You figure you're going to get, like, I don't know. You know, I guess the Mustang might be kind of small. Totally forgetting about the goddamn Fiesta ST that's, like, about to launch. We had, like, the smallest car you could put two grown men into to road trip around Europe. Remember that? (laughs) Like, the car was badass. It was so cool. The the three-door, not the five-door that America got. Yeah, 150 Um, pounds lighter, too. It was cool. You know that, right? Like, that's why the one in Europe is so goddamn fun to drive. It was, 150 really, it was 150 pounds, pounds a lot in that car. Yeah, it is. Right. Well, that car that car was fun. Was I also flat. wonder I, I also wonder if the car we got is what people get. Like like there was a pre-production Fiesta ST. True. And and when I went to the Nürburgring and pulled out behind like uh VWs and some of the other cars, dude, I got on the gas and they were just like it was like bye. Like it was like being in my M3, they were just fucking gone. Well, like, well, yeah. Remember, like I feel like when, they put a tune on that thing, dude. Like I bet you the thing was running more power than it was supposed to. Because di- didn't like the specs say that it wouldn't do over one forty-five or something like that? I don't and know, I was driving I don't know about, it. I don't know about that. I mean, U.S. might have a regulated top speed, maybe. There was something to it, but, but you're doing, know, yeah, well, yeah, over one fifty-five. I thought so. Or one forty-nine is what I remember. But was it one fifty-five? It was indicated one fifty-five. Um, and it was pushing over that, and like that was pretty. Yeah, dude, we're gonna fiesta the four cylinder nice. turbo. We're doing a hundred. And... <laughs> Remember that Porsche? The guy was like, "Yeah, yeah totally." Dude. He's like, "There's no <laughs> way that's like a fiesta coming up on me." We're like, "Fly, like, put on our turn signals, go, dude, get out of the lane." But I have a turbo. Yeah, no, dude, we do too. <laughs> we do too. Our turbo is like the size of like my testicle. <laughs> So, so then, you know, we, we picked the car up, right, in, in Amsterdam, and yeah. um, that, that cool English guy 
met us and picked us up at the airport. We yeah, dude. The he made the honestly like I didn't know what to expect, and having like that awesome yeah. dude pick us up and meet us and like, yeah, your car's over here. I was like, all right, this is gonna be dope. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Here's like, your car, hey, sir. And there's like this it. pimped out ST. I'm like, fuck yeah. We were pulling out of the parking lot. We're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, this car's awesome. And then, then we leave We leave Amsterdam after a cool day going to the Rijksmuseum and all that. Yeah, and then we went and to the, the uh, Ard's Nest. Dead, well, dead oh, Ard's my God, Nest. Aaron's Nest. Or Aaron's, Aaron's Nest. Or, Nest where we, where we yeah, found Aaron's Geneva. Nest. Sorry, my bad. Um, yeah. And oh, then, that yeah, awesome. like that, uh, that place is nothing but Dutch, local Dutch craft beers in Amsterdam. That place yeah, is cool. They've got like, like 50 I, taps. I still have the business card somewhere and that I, I carried around in my wallet. One minute, uh, I'm gonna show for that bar, for the liquor store, <laughs> for the bar. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And then the liquor store that was right around the corner there. Yeah. It's down the street. Like, it took me a little bottles. while to find it. I know where it is now though. Yeah. If you leave, uh, that Aaron's nest or whatever it's called and mm-hmm. go straight towards like Barney's towards the train station, like that cafe coffee shop. <laughs> You go yeah. right. You go right past at the corner of a bridge. Like I was right. walking the wrong way. Like you know, Amsterdam's a hard place to find where you were the night before. Right. Like everything seems totally normal, and you wake up and you're like, wow. and then you're like, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> it's like uh, it's like when the night goes down, they put on all the lights. And somehow it's like you know, like Ken Block's Mustang. It's got the reflective paint, so you, like, you put the mm-hmm. lights on it, and it's a different looking car than when it's like in the regular light. It's right. almost like Amsterdam pulls that off somehow. So like at night, the city just looks different. And you come back in the daytime, you're like, oh, it's all civilized and like normal. It's like, yeah, how how is this? It's day and uh, yeah, it's like Jekyll and Hyde. It's so it is a I weird. It is a weird city. Yeah. So wait, what happened? So dude, seriously though, like a part of this is awesome too because and so for everyone listening from home, I'm trying to write my stupid book on all these racing adventures, but now it's been like a decade and it's like hard to remember them all. So part of this for me is is also like remembering all the yeah. stories. So it's like super helpful. So like okay, so we do Amsterdam. We run around that night. So we see we, the yeah. We pull out of Amsterdam with the goal to get to the uh, the Nurburgring. Right. That's right. And we're heading through you know Dutch you know countryside tulip farms, and off in the distance we see this looks like a looks like a state fair like a carnival thing going off on and as we get closer we start to see cars and we're like all right what the hell let's just pull off and see what this is all about and that's how we ended up at oh the, no wait the... no 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 dude 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 see this is why we're doing this this is so good not that you remember he's like off <clears throat> we got the gps coordinates do you remember that we landed we, we were going to leave amsterdam okay. and i checked facebook messenger and someone was like, hey, that's man, right. hey, man, you really need that's to right. come. You really need Dude. to come to these coordinates. Remember, that's all it said. That's right. Right. The, that's right. Because we were like, what the fuck are we doing? You're like, right. Exactly. That's why it was so weird. That's why the carnival thing was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So remember that, John? And we're like, yes. We're, and you look at me, you're like, no. you're like, who the hell identifies directions with GPS coordinates? Like, oh, what are we sending in a, a smart bomb? Like, why? <laughs> Please come to latitude and longitude this. Remember, that's what it was. It was like it was like the big eight-digit GPS code. And we put mm-hmm. it in the map, and it's a field. Remember that? That's right. I'm like, and I don't know, yeah, dude. It's like a field in like an industrial park. Right. Okay, and, so, and we, yeah, so we start driving to that place, and then now now go back to the fucking carnival. Because 
Remember that? Like, yeah. So go back. So do you remember though, John? Oh, That's yeah. how we found that was like, come to these GPS locations. And then, yeah, I forgot about the GPS. And then he was in a car, so he couldn't message us back. That's why we never actually connected. Right. And so we end up in this field and the field, I mean, it's, it's kind of what you would expect of a field, right? And, in in Holland with, um, yeah, the, just, the Dutch have good fields. Oh man. That's awesome. So, <laughs> no, but so think- we, we, we parked, we parked the, you know, this brand new Fiesta kind of in this muddy little pit thing. And we start walking towards where the racing is happening. And do you remember those tractors that are, they're plowing the, the mud off of kind of where everybody's driving in and out? I've got a video of it. Yeah, I, mean, I remember standing up on like a 20 foot like, berm of shit, like right. covered in mud, like looking at just like <laughs> Mad Max carnage below us. The first day outside of the city, and we're just like covered in mud. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, we had like a really nice, like civilized Amsterdam, like beautiful walking on the canals, drinking the red light district, and running around. It was a good time, right? Yeah. And so then, yeah. then we're we're end up in this. Field Which and- wait, by the way, hold on. The red lights district is actually pretty gross. It's just it's like a it's like a sightseeing thing. So just for anyone who's never been there, and I can't leave it on that note, like, yeah, run around the red light district. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just for anyone who's never been there, it's like all the fun late night bars are there. And uh, it's like a tourist attraction, and it's like awesome people watching stuff. So, like, yeah, like you get hammered and go for a walk to the red light district. Okay, sorry, John. Yeah. So you, he's no, like, we've been there. We know it's like whatever. Well. <laughs> we imagine someone who's like sitting at home, never been to Amsterdam. They're like, Jesus, Casual just dropped like a whole like, asshole. Out. He went hung <laughs> off all the prostitutes all night. Like, no, that's not what the red light district is, even though that's, that's yeah. even though that's what it's known for. Anyway, okay, so back to so, the anyway, we're, we, we, we walk up to this thing, and there's this, what was it, like, two or three football fields long of different events going on where there was like, they were doing door to door racing in one they were doing like, I remember that like 12 year old or 10 year old kid racing the one car in one area. And yep. it was just kind of this, this, this. And then there was the wedding tent. See, here's the thing. I have the benefit of, of going back two years later. Right. So for me, the experience is like very vivid. Right, because like I remember it from the year I actually stayed there. I was there for four or five days, John. Like I lived in that field for four days. Like, like the so wait for everyone uh, from home. It's called Fauctacross, and it's a Lopic five hundred. It doesn't exist anymore. It's primarily like a music festival. So there were like far more girls there. So like, as you're hanging out racing, working in your car, there's just like droves of Dutch women running around crushing beers. Like there's the place is the weirdest festival thing I've ever been to. And there's like all of us working on race cars. And then people brought like mobile bars and some people brought like trailers just full of sofas. And they just like showed up and just dumped like 20 sofas in their pits. Like the whole place was just like madness. You know what I mean? And then they had a wedding tent that all the bands were playing in. And they had a beer corral and the wedding tent thing with all the bands served beer too. Like it was Oh, and then you race, the, the field's so big, they split it to half Friday, half Saturday. Sunday's a rest day for partying. And then Sunday's the final in the morning, and everyone goes home. That's, yeah. I was like, are you still there? Yeah, sorry. No, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, whatever, dude. I'm just joking around. Um, I'm just buzzing the wine. So, yeah, but, like, yeah, I got there. We rolled our, like, caravan thing in, I think, Thursday night. 
Oh yeah, I remember because Kloss Kloss has like all the friends with all the different like businesses, and I think he's got like a D. De- I don't know where we got this. We pulled like a generator in that was like the size of a Volkswagen. Like it was like a. It wasn't even like one you'd run like a welder off of. It was like something you'd hook like a skyscraper to. Do you know what I mean? Like like it was yeah. it was like six feet tall. <laughs> It was like five feet wide and or no, it was like eight feet wide and like five feet deep. The thing was massive. Mm-hmm. And they filled it with diesel fuel before we left and it ran the whole weekend. They just turned it on and we had power like twenty four seven. And then they have all those like little caravans you pull behind like hatchbacks. Yeah. Yeah. So they just dumped a bunch of those. So we had this campsite with like a whole bunch of caravans. I had my own little like bedroom. I think the place is awesome. People uh, turned like yeah. uh, cars into hot tubs and stuff. Like it was mayhem all night. Like it was ugly. <laughs> and yeah, the minimum driving I mean, age is twelve. I think that's remember we saw I that think kid. It had been twelve. The, the one kid. Yeah. Right. That was, one kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> but we didn't. We didn't pass the pass the uh, breathalyzer on Monday. So you oh, party really? all day Sunday, and everyone parties till sunrise, and then we try to get in our cars. Like, you know, our first driver didn't pass, and the second driver didn't pass. And then I found a 12-year-old kid. I figured he had to be sober. And so we suited him up and put him in the car. But when he went to pit out, apparently if you, like, pass, if you fail the breathalyzer twice, apparently it's, like, a standard move to find, like, a 12-year-old kid and suit him up. (laughs) Right, exactly. Apparently, like, it, it happens so much that they can't really police it. You just have to do it off the bat. But if you try to like go sober, you come back in like ten minutes. They know you put a dummy in the dr- in the seat to get you to the pits. So you leave the paddock. You do like two, three, five laps. Kid can do twenty for all we care, and then pulls in and we get in the car and finish. So apparently that's like such a thing that like once you fail twice, you don't you don't get to go back out. You don't get to go back. No, but we totally tried to put a twelve year old in our car, suited him up in a helmet, fire suit. We're like, all right, dude, go out, do a couple laps. Like, <laughs> Was it as muddy when when you went back? No, dude. So so yeah, the year John and I went, it was like it was like a monsoon, dude. Like that was a year. It was crazy. There was so much rain that week that they canceled. They they red flagged the twenty four hours in the Nurburgring for like six hours for the yeah. rain. It was that year their Lee Keen rain dance video came out, but like uh, no, the year when I went, it was like super dry. They had to like wet the track down to keep the dust down. Um, it was like really, really fun. Like there were a lot of like tour buses that were like Burning Man style buses. Like they didn't serve any mm-hmm. other purpose, but like one had like slide outs, I guess. They were the full length of the bus that might've been homemade, but you go onto the bus and there's just a bar in the center of the bus. And then the hold below where you put luggage, they actually filled with ice and then they cut holes in the floor so the bartenders had a staircase, like three foot staircase down to the, down to the luggage compartments. And that's mm-hmm. where they had cases and cases of beer. And they were selling beer, like a couple bucks a pop, like in the bar. Like, so it was like a full bar. Like you go in there and it's like tinted windows. And there's like lights and there's like bathrooms in the back. Awesome. No, I know there's like little, there's like little bar tables, like in the slide outs. So like you walk in there and you feel like you're in like a mini saloon of the wild West. It's like 16 feet by like 30 feet. The bartender, They're like, what do you want? Like, I don't know. What do you got? I'm like, yeah, it was, dude, it was so. And then the tracks open all night, so like, if you want to go race it, 
Like, they didn't let cars out there, but there were a lot of scooters doing laps. You know, like, I mm-hmm. definitely got into a scooter race, but I was on the back of a scooter. Because there weren't enough scooters for everyone, so you'd all just pile. This place was so big. Remember how big it was, John? Oh, was, yeah. Yeah, huge. like, huge, dude. It would take you, like, 20 minutes to walk from one side of the track to the other. Yeah, if not if not bigger. I mean, it was it was easily, what, three football fields? Well, that's so just the main length. track. Like, that's just to get from mm. one side of your track to the other. The other side, yeah. Yeah, and then you've got the mini track they did all the demolition derby stuff on. Right. Right, and then you gotta get by the the bands where the bands all play. So the thing was like, the thing was massive. It's huge. Huge. And like, it's like the Netherlands, so it's like fun. Like, anyway, there was not. Yeah, there was there was not a a a frown in the place, man. There was everybody. Everybody was happy. Everybody was nice. Dude, I I went into the men's room and I left my camera. With like a bunch of girls, I didn't look, but that night there was nothing but just tits on the camera. <laughs> like I went to the bathroom, and they just took turns taking close-ups of each other's breasts. Like I don't know whose they are, or who belongs to what. Like you kind of can guess, but it's just a bunch <laughs> of like topless girls. Like I'm like, like it's just awesome. Like they're just, they're just drunk and like fuck yeah. Like this American dude's awesome. But it's like when he gets home, he's just gonna find a bunch of us topless and. Right. Think about think about how random that was, you know? Oh my god. I just can't believe I got to go back. So yeah, when we were there, right. it was like knee deep mud. Like oh it's awful. Fuck that. That would have been the Crazy. worst. There would have been no grip. <laughs> it would have been awful. I mean just just walking through it, you couldn't you couldn't make your way through the parking lot, much less the track. And so those those just wild as shit. Just to be able to, I don't know, just to have that experience is pretty cool. And then remember that E thirty that had the M three fenders. Yeah, actually, I, I funny, I was I happened to be looking through pictures on my phone, and I just sent that to you. Oh, seriously? Yeah, this is Literally. one of those ones where you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Like first you <laughs> no. the car, and then you're like, "Is that an E thirty M three with like chicken wire?" Like, yeah, it's the zip tied to version. the front. Of an E30 M3 with a tire on its roof. Um, yeah, that's right. Was that just <laughs> resting there? I don't think that was like safari it, style. It looked, I think they just didn't no, have room it for like it. it. I think they just shoved it up on the roof to get it out of the way. I, I guess so. I guess they maybe have been changing a tire or something. Because who bolts but, a fucking tire? You put it on the hood, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'm going to put this up on the roof. <laughs> okay, they're just trying to keep it dry, I guess, at that point. Yeah, dude, the mud was so next level. <laughs> Sorry, I'm pouring. I'm pouring a little more wine. Yeah, I, right. I bought the wrong wine. I have, Which a, one I have a Cabernet. I've got this like Mountain Veeder, sound two thousand seventeen or something. Oh. Mountain Veeder, two thousand seventeen Cabernet from Napa. It's good. You know, it's like a thirty five dollar bottle, maybe thirty three dollar. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. But it's all like chalky, making my voice whatever. Oh. Yeah, I might have to go hit right. the Hibiki and get on the bourbon program. <laughs> I know. Okay, so wait. So, okay, so John, lead us away in the next. I talk too much. It's like yeah, what I do. I know. No, shut up, Casual. Casual, shut up. The fun, man. So, so then <laughs> we we leave that, and it's still daytime, right? And we we're heading towards uh to towards Nurburgring, and. <clears throat> Did we? I forget if we stopped at at Spa at all. Uh uh-uh. uh. 
We didn't I kind of remember stopping at a roadside truck stop and yeah. eating like a fabulous meal. <laughs> That's right. We we had uh, we had like, like I a, had like I had like veal. I had like not veal. I had like uh, yeah, I had like veal, dude. I had like and I like white asparagus fries. and the French fries. Yeah, we had like a waiter. Like the restaurant like, had like a waiter. We had like random. <laughs> Like the 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 truck stops in like Germany aren't truck stops. Like I feel they're like not. people do like three course meals in there. Right, they're they're like legit stuff. It's like a legit <laughs> restaurant. Like you actually like, oh yeah, great, we're going to Munich. We get to stop at, uh, you know, I don't know, Hans's Hans's house. We get to right. stop at Hans's house. The way we're like excited for like a Kelly's like roast beef leaving Boston. That's right. right, exactly. <laughs> so I because. I, Having been to Nürburgring many times, well, I think you had two prior to. Yeah, but you've been there like um, more than me. You've been there a bunch. Yeah, like, German trips. And I was like, all right. So I, I knew we had to stop and get some beer somewhere. You know, in the, the Vulcan Mountains to to try it. And we we went to what three or four different gas stations trying to find a cooler, <laughs> and we never could find a cooler. So we're yeah. like, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, how do we ice down this? We, you know, we ended up buying a couple of cases of beer. And of course, German beer is always in, you know, 12 ounce or thereabouts bottles or half liter bottles. Yeah, they're huge. It's like carrying around like a, it's like carrying around like a case of wine. <laughs> right. right? Like you go like, oh, we're going drinking. And you got like a fucking box full of like a bunch of huge bottles. It's the weirdest feeling. Like pack them in tight like a 12 pack of cans. Right. right, like so how the fuck are you gonna carry a twelve pack down to the beach in Germany? We, okay, the back seat of the car it was buzzed. folded down, so we had our luggage. Oh, oh, I know where you're going with this. All right, I'll shut up. Yeah, oh yeah. And so then we're we are looking, we're, we're trying to find some way of cooling this beer down. So we buy ice, and we're like, we gotta, we'll find a way. Let's put the ice. <clears throat> so we start looking in the back, and lo and behold, Ford actually gives you this little foam area that I forget if it's meant for a spare tire or if it's tools or what actually is supposed to go in it. I don't know if it's we sound up, deadening, but remember we pulled open, we pulled open the rear floor of the hatch, right? So there's like an under the rear floor where there'd be like a spare tire. There's still the right. ring for like a crappy donut. Remember that? Yeah. But yeah. here's the deal. I think the ST has like big brakes on it. And I don't think, like those crappy Ford donuts fit on that car. That's right. So they so, just put this big foam liner. And the foam in it. thing held the like moose, the the tire filler stuff, and a, and a, like a I thought maybe like a little a tiny fucking air compressor. And I yeah. think we just took those out, threw those in the back seat, and then that That's gave right. us like this big giant foam tray that <laughs> filled like the wheel well, like didn't fill the wheel, aligned the wheel well. Oh. Sorry, Ford. Remember, I uh, I cut a hole. There were like plugs in the bottom of the wheel well, like rubber plugs. <laughs> right, to drain it. Yeah, I took a knife and just put put a, a gash in there. It was filled up with <laughs> yeah. water. Remember, we were driving around and you could like feel the <laughs> right, ice. And I'm like, around. John, at some point we're gonna break really hard and we're gonna get wet. Like, it's just <laughs> all the water is gonna come <laughs> through. Yeah, like or you get tidal wave from the back seat. So I remember, like, I remember hacking a hole through that rubber grommet. I mean, like, well, whatever, right? Like, so someone out there has got a Ford press card in Europe. And by the way, apparently they don't change plates in Europe. Is that true? Like, the plate stays with the car? I think so. Unless yeah. you pay, like, real money to get a personal plate. Right. Right. 
Because I remember like the... I guess it depends on where you live. Oh. From city to city. But it does? In... I know like, like I thought like London and like Germany and like all of Germany in general, like you played a car and that's like it's license number, like it stays with that for life. Uh, no, because all the, the prefix and all the, the license plates oh, are very by town. Very by town, yeah, or, or um, county. And, yeah, totally. Yeah. But, so but, if you but move, you can't be like, you can't haze you. And be like, motherfucker, we know you're Hello. from Munich. Your plate's got fucking Munich. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly, yeah. He'll start hazing you. Right? We know you're from start. the north, man. Get out of Bavaria. <laughs> right. Right? There's no white asparagus here for you. <laughs> no Chicago for this. Yeah, um, okay, so wait, yeah, I remember that drive down to the ring. Did we yeah. go straight to Piston Klaus? Wait, so we got the beer, we filled the trunk, we, we filled, filled our little, trunk. we filled our foam thing, and then we, the dope part was that like our beer on ice was like under the hatch. So like, if you right. open the hatch, there's a bunch of warm beer. Like if you were a cop, you'd just be like, ah, whatever, warm beer. But then, like, then you the pull a little secret it. door open, like a little smuggler hatch is, like, from the Millennium Falcon. Right? Those little, That's like, right. holds in the floor. Pop that thing up, and we had, like, ice-cold beer. And then, wait, do you remember the Germans making fun of our beer choices? What? Oh, of course. You come to Germany, and you buy Kolsch? Remember that? They got so angry. Torben was so upset. He's like, this is like our, this is like our piss. This is, this is... It brings us full circle to, to Torben and to those guys because that was the first time that we actually met them was we were in that parking lot because um, we didn't Mm-mm. we weren't able to find the Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah we didn't meet no them dude this is why these stories before. are so important this one having such a hard time with the book don't you remember I'm in the bathroom and he goes I remember internet I know you internet at piston Close? yeah we met I met Torben in the bathroom at piston Close. And then we went and drank. I was next to I was this ur- I was the urinal next to him, and he fucking lost his mind while we were peeing. And I was like, <laughs> right. we had just gotten there. Like we remember, we pulled. The- I remember this now. We pulled up. We parked on that uphill slope, like right, kind of like yep. across the street. We yep. go in there, and I'm like, dude, I gotta go to the bathroom. I go straight into the bathroom, and I come out with Torben, and we sat down with him and his buddies, Matthias and Jan. You realize they drove all the way from Berlin yeah. to meet us in that bar for that one night. Do you yeah. remember how this all came together? That was, we published our itinerary. Now. And then they just showed up. They just showed up. Was... We told everyone where we were going to be drinking. Hey, if you want to come drink with us, like beers on me kind of thing. You know, <laughs> Here, we're going to be at Piston Klaus on like whatever it was, Thursday night or, you know. Right, right. Night. and then I run into the bathroom, and some dude's like, "Oh, oh, you're here, you're here, internet, internet." And I'm like, "Oh, dude, just can we finish going to the bathroom, get out of here, we'll figure this out." <laughs> I do remember because you came back, you're like, "It was, it was." You're, you're, of course, you were excited. And yeah, because Torben was Torben is weird. awesome. Torben's fucking amazing. Oh my god, those, all all three of those guys are amazing. Amazing. <laughs> he, by the way, he's, he came out. Yeah, turn on. It was just, it was just you know the surprise. It was sort of yeah. Like, yeah, so we, so so I want to say that we drank at Piston Klaus for a bit. We did, and then, and then we then left we... there, and we took us to the to the liquor store at the bottom uh, down in Adnau. There's like a liquor store right yeah. right at the bridge before you go into Adnau. There's some like liquor store there. 
It was the, it was the gas station there, right? Not that I thought it was a li- I thought it was when we across the liquor store. We had to like pay deposits on the crates, and they came across those like conveyor belts along the ceiling, those rollers. Yeah. Like it would drop it a was, case. Yeah, and it'd be like, like a- Maybe we went there after the parking lot. I don't know. Then I thought we went to the big gravel parking lot where all the tourist lap crashes are filmed or whatever. Yes. Yeah. For, for what the place we, is called. We were there. And that's where we were playing with we, a GoPro and drinking right. beers out of the trunk. It got dark. Mm-hmm. And we started walking through the woods. Uh, yeah. And then I forget the, exactly the sequence of it. But Wait, was we, this the trip where we found the dudes in the tent, like at sunrise? With like the techno well, yeah. and the humming? They, Slogger? Playing, yeah. This is all that trip? Oh, my God. Dude, I'm this closing my eyes right now, and I'm remembering all this. It was like it was like rolling, and again, we keep dropping the Burning Man thing, but it was like rolling into like a Burning Man thing like as if it had already ended because everyone was like asleep, remember? So there was like, but no one turned their lights off. Everyone just passed the fuck out. Right. So like all, right. the, all their like DJ lights, like everyone's campsites got like full techno lights. Music playing, and there's just no one around. It's like a ghost town. It's like zombies fucking hit the Nurburgring. Remember well, that? Well, it's, and then we find yeah, that one tent. And there's one like tent. Nine. They, they cleared the yeah. or whatever. Yeah, those dudes were <laughs> fucked up. They were, but, but before that, before we, so we, we walk out of the woods, and again, okay, yeah, sorry. So sort of that, that feel of, 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 I mean, Burning Man kind of at a race. It's not Burning Man. It's like just worth the, we're in Germany. Because we've only been in, we've only been off the plane for like 40, two, 48 hours. Yeah, maybe two and a half days. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like our and, second night, right? And we end up, yeah, it was a second night. Yeah, our first day. night was Amsterdam. Second night was was Piston Klaus, <laughs> Torben, Jan, and Matthias, 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 Matthias. And so then we we're walking through the woods and. Um, you know, they talk us into, of course you can walk on the, on the track. So we, <laughs> we're we, like, remember us being like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> like this is, no, this, this is not possible. So well, we, they were, we I think they were trying to tell us that like the direction we want to go is like muddy. is going to take too long. It'll be much faster to jump over the arm co or something. <laughs> and we're like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, we'll go down here with the carousel. Remember? Like, yeah. So yeah. So I have no idea walk- where we are. We're like in the fucking woods, like at a party. And then all of a yeah. sudden there's like Armco. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And and then we, we walked like for, I think like two miles or something. And we end up in the, in the carousel. Wait, hold on. Do you and- remember the dudes on the, on the go-kart things with no engines? Oh my God. They came out of the dark at like 50 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> that? They just went by like, <laughs> And we're gone. They were, they were on like street like, luges. Yeah, that was insane. And then I, I just remember laying there in the middle of you know drunk in the carousel, in the, the, sun. Of the carousel. Yeah. The sun's rising, and then they've got this sleeper car that that comes through before the race and gets all the drunken idiots off the track. Yeah, like a five series BMW. <laughs> Or Mercedes or something, whatever it was, it was like, what in the hell just happened? Well, they're also like, apparently they're doing reconnaissance for like people trashing the track. So, like, oh. so if the track needs damage or if there's like too much paint's been put down, because you're supposed to like chalk the penises. You know, something. Remember yeah. how many penises there were on that back straightaway? Yes. Like, what's up yeah. with the Germans and their racetracks and their penises? 
Like there was like there must have been like a hundred back there. in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, but you're right, Tony. But you're supposed to chalk them so that if it rains, the paint doesn't become slick, like slip, sure. uh, slick. So I think that car is like doing reconnaissance for like drunk idiots that like did dumb stuff. That makes sense. Totally and makes probably sense. To, and probably to clean up the other drunk idiots who are laying in the middle of the track. Yeah, like rolling. We're like rolling down the carousel. <laughs> it's really steep. Remember it's that? Much steeper than oh my god! Like much, you can. We were sitting on the edge of it, just drinking beers. Yeah, like it's yeah, like a, it's, it's like, like a little bench. And it's 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 taller than you think too. I mean, it's like yeah, it um, you stand at the bottom like, of it, and it's at your shoulders. Yeah, like a solid you know front porch of somebody's house that you know mm-hmm. drops off with fifteen steps. It's uh, it's it's not insignificant by any means. No, and that's after the like the big uphill after Brideshide, so it's like kind of on the top of a mountain. It's cool. Right. It's like a cool little right. area. It's yeah, it's such an awesome place. Oh yeah, and then it's then, all downhill to that party zone, which is how those dudes ran their fun carts. We're running the little fun cart, right? <laughs> which, if we go back, is kind of a cool idea. We should just put lights. Oh on my them. god, that'd be crazy! Just put like LED, like LED, like bike lights on. Yeah. Right, because yeah, I mean, there's so much technology now, dude. That's like you can versus what ten years ago. Yeah, like dude, it was 2012, 13. 13. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was and, such a good trip. And and like, yeah, okay, so so we're partying so, in that so, parking lot. We're at the carousel. We're rolling around. Yeah, then we end up back in that tent where the dudes were. Yeah, playing it was every wait German game. Yep, Hallenschlager. Hammerschlager. Hammerschlager. I, I know I'm not good with it. You're like you actually speak German, so like it's embarrassing. <laughs> for me. But, that but was uh, probably wrong too. Yeah, you want to tell everyone what it is? I forget what it is. Hammerschlager. It's, it's basically okay, yeah. like you cut the top of a. Yeah, you cut the oh, yeah. hammer, the top of a hammer off, and you weld a pipe on. So you've only got like an eighth of an inch to drive the nail, and then you get a big stump, and you put like I don't know what number nail it is, but without a head on it big, strong, heavy nail, and you get one swing of the hammer to drive it into the stump. And if you drive it in and you bury the thing, everyone finishes their drink. So, like, you basically just stand around a stump, handing a hammer from person to person to person, you wasted trying to fucking pound this nail into the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. I remember you actually being, unfortunately, too good at it and pissed them off. I don't, seriously, bad. I don't remember that. I remember getting yeah. lucky and just crushing it on my second. I remember because one of the guys started getting really in my face. He was so pissed off. Yeah, I remember them getting upset. I remember them getting like rowdy. And we had to like leave. Right. Like it was like all right. I remember like Tor- Torben's like he's always really smart on the ejection. He's always like, oh guys, we yeah. get out of here. Right. <laughs> it's like all right, we're gone. So then that that was. That was By the way, before. you do realize just to like give some people some like foreshadowing, right? So it's what Thursday, call it Thursday night. Yeah. No, it's the yeah. night before the race. It's Friday night. Friday night. Friday yeah. night we, at the Nurburgring. The night before the twenty-four hour, and seven days later, eight days later, eight days later, Torben would wake up in a hospital in Monaco. That's right. <laughs> he got collected by the police. Taken to the hospital for like IVs all night. We all woke up and we're like fucking so hungover we couldn't move. He's like, "Oh, I'm great. They've been giving me nutrients and IVs. They fed me eggs. I get a big breakfast before they checked him out." <laughs> like seven days after we met the kid, he's in the right. hospital. He's in the hospital for drinking. 
<laughs> Which isn't our fault. He drank more than Which us. It's not our fault. No, not, not at not all, dude. Fault. He was like he was like a hundred pounds and he drank so much more than us. <laughs> well, what's amazing was so remember it was dry that night. Like that was the that Friday night was just dry. Yeah, it was like a dry nice night. night. Beautiful. Right. So, you know, we'd heard that rain was coming, but I'm like, yeah, fuck it. You know, it rains, it's going <laughs> to, rain's, rain's not going to happen. Oh, when so, did we hook up with Dunlop? That, that was so, so okay. we, I think we passed out in the car. Yeah. Um, we'll yeah, two up, grown like, men in a fiesta with the seats reclined. <laughs> right. We just got like, I remember, is that when we started passing the gin thing? Yes, we did. Uh, so we did we start it that night or we started the rain night? No, we started the rainy night. Yeah, okay, so sorry. Okay, my bad. We, sorry, we John. Up, Keep going. We ended up parking um, across from... We, we basically would just move the car randomly just so we wouldn't get ticketed or have to pay parking anywhere. And Yeah, you uh, remember that. We were driving around all those weird roads. We'd somehow gotten <laughs> into an area we weren't supposed to be at. That's right. And then we decided, yeah. like, fuck it. Let's just stay here the whole weekend, right? Is that what went down? There, like, we went to Piston Klaus. Yes. I think we, like, yep. came out of the bar and, like... Our car we was drove. like roped in, like we were on, like they put the ropes something up, like, like while we yeah. were there, like we came I, out, I we were on like the wrong the side of the rope you, or something. Yeah, remember we parked in that weird field. Well, we parked in that field all the way down the road from Piston Clouds towards yeah. the track, and then like we came back and it was all like taped up or something. <laughs> and we're like, fuck it, just leave it there. <laughs> but cause we ended up parking it um, near. Uh, oh God, um, what's his name's? Race RSR, um, yeah, RSR one night, but at some point we 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 the wake sticker's up. Sticker's still in the dumpster, by the way. Is it really? Yeah, it is. I get pictures of it. I got a picture of last year of the sticker on the dumpster. <laughs> we wake up on Saturday day to find that. I mean, it just whatever happened. We're from the weather on Friday night, Friday being great, to it just shitting itself. On Saturday, I mean, it just it became miserable, and it hadn't. I mean, it was just it was just kind of like a you know a little bit of a rain, I think, at that point. So we hadn't been invited. You had been invited, and I was along the ride to Dunlop to their VIP tent, right? Yeah, that was and, awesome. <laughs> we we get there, and you know we've been sleeping in a car, and I think they let us. Let's go and refresh ourselves. In I one think we of their use their bathrooms. showers. Yeah, yeah. And then um, we go into this. Thing is that what you say? Refresh? Do you somebody refreshed ourselves in one of their? Is that what you say? One of their like weird like well, spa weird trailers? Things, yeah. Because it was really nice in there. It was like hardwood floor yeah. things, and like it was like fucking immaculate. It wasn't like a weird porta potty trailer. Like <laughs> I went in there, I was like, damn. Remember. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was like these little bitty buildings set up in the middle of this field. For but those were VIPs. trailers, dude. They were trailers? Yeah, they just built them. They put facades around them. This those were, those were like, uh, not trailers, but like um, shipping containers. Oh, wow. Right, so like uh, Dunlop just ordered like all these shipping containers from some company, and they dropped the shower rooms and those bathrooms. And then remember all the houses? Each mm-hmm. one of those houses was a shipping container. So they, so they just put them on rollbacks and just <laughs> right, just drop them flat on the ground. That's why there's no wheels, right? Yeah, right. And that's why they were like right on the ground. They were shipping containers, <laughs> so they had like uh, like a hundred like little houses 
right by Piston Klaus. Remember that? And they had that yeah, live was, band yeah. and all that food. Oh, the food and the and the open bar and, and the German like, the you, German folk band or German, German no folk. it was like a German rock band it was like David Hasselhoff shit it's like they kind of just changed They're like we were there for like seven hours well that's true because it was raining <laughs> and they had a live feed and it was warm we didn't want to go outside and they had free beer free beer it was right free, I think the the guy from Dunlop is super nice oh dude um, he's he was like the head. The, head, the, the European head of motorsports or something like that. Yeah. We're chatting with him and for I, a while. I don't mention I don't mention all names when I do these things because no. I don't want like people looking up on Facebook and being like, "Hey, can I get right. the Caswell package?" Right, but it was just a, just a random like little thing, and he uh, like uh, it was just one of those things where we walk away for a while, and like an hour and a half later, we'd kind of be back in the same spot where we where we had seen him, and he's like, "Do you guys still here?" <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> And we're like, well, where else are we going to go, dude? <laughs> it's, it's, it kind of sucks outside. There's free alcohol. Remember, how, remember, and he had that really cool walkway to like, a, yeah. to like a, a viewing area high above the track. That's right. It was like a weird <laughs> sky deck. Yeah. Remember how fucking weird that was? They don't know if they built that whole thing or what that nonsense was. I, I, yeah. I remember going down some walkway. Next thing you know, we popped through the treetops and we're like high up. And they were over. right this huge overlook of god that was cool it was right at um what's it called it's like you break kessel no fuck um it's the name of the town thing or there's a bar in there named after it and it's like it's uh, like i don't know it's like uphill breaking those fucking corners i love that part of the track yeah. and dude you know what's funny you don't get to do that in the tourist laps so like that you leave the pit and you accelerate oh right through those like chicane things into that first break mm-hmm. spot and yeah, you could go in pretty quick, but like not warp speed in the race that I ran. And you get to run the whole fucking straightaway. Sorry, I swear a lot. Mm-hmm. Plus the line. So like uh, you run the whole straightaway. That Audi was in six gear fully topped out. So I don't know what, 170, 180. If a Fiesta can do like 155, right. 185 Easily. with the wing, I don't know. And so, uh, and you're, it's like for a good minute, like, like you're just pinned against your arrow max. Like it's topped out. Like, right, exactly. And then you get to that and you come into it at like whatever that is, like 170. Well, dude, the big Audi and the brakes and how stable it was, I could break, I I felt like I could outbreak the 911s. I know that's not true, but I also was told we were running a stickier compound. So Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, we had the biggest, stickiest slicks they sell. I kind of think. But Rob was like, otherwise our lap times are going to suck. So I don't know, something like that. But um, yeah, so that section of track was where the overlook was. And you can't, you can only enjoy that like during an actual race or a full lapping mm-hmm. session. All those tour sessions, like that's the one right, corner. Right, where you come in and out yeah. right where they, yeah. That's the one corner you don't get to like hammer. Yeah, that is, it's super slow right there, isn't it? I mean, you get like a good half mile acceleration out of the pit. You know, like you but pull like four or three, you probably get it just in a fourth, maybe. I'm guessing, right? Maybe it depends on the car, but maybe, maybe third, maybe fourth. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's true. Maybe like I haven't driven like yeah. a 911 turbo or a GT3 at the ring. Yeah, because right. the more I think about it, but still, even then, you still only are doing like 140 into it, not like 180. Right. Like it's like it's such right. a fucking difference, and it's uphill, <laughs> so you can break so late. Like that, that's like such a cool anyway. I'm I'm buzzed. Yeah, it is such a, it's I'm such buzzed. Okay, so wait, so wait, so so we slept in the car, 
we were no, we were Dunlop. We're Dunlop, and it's fucking pouring rain out. I just remember eating like insane amounts of pasta. Yeah, it was whatever we could shovel. Yeah, just so much food. It was really (laughs) fun though, like kind of right. It was. was, And then we, of course, then they then they red flagged the race. Yeah, they red flagged the race for like seven hours. Yeah, I mean, to the point where we we walked down to the to the pits for Mm -hmm. just or and because one of your the buddy. From Rob uh, Holland, Subaru. oh, Nitto uh, or or Hancock um, or no, no, one no, of no. Yuji, um, Yuji, um, Yuji Otsuki, uh, a friend of mine who we raced WRC Mexico 2012, the year before together, and maybe 11, yeah. 11 and twelve. So Yuji is like a Subaru, um, uh, like an STI kind of guy. And I don't know totally what his role is, but he's always involved like with the race teams and all this and that. And UG saw my article in Jalopnik and then realized he too could run WRC stages and got a car going and showed up in Mexico like the next year. We've been like really good friends ever since. He's fucking the best. Yeah. But I probably oh, talked right. more about him than I probably should have because UG runs like a little quiet. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like just super chill. He's right. like the he's chillest chill. dude in the room. It was just a, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, because he was always he was just super laid back and yeah, cool right. And we, yeah, he's uh, like he's like the old wise man at age like thirty. Yeah, although I think he's probably like fifty, maybe. but he looks thirty. You know? Okay, so right. anyway, yes, yeah, so we saw Yuji in the pits. I kind of remember being there, and it wasn't raining that that bad, right? Because it, it, it lit up. I think. Did we go mooch food from the Audi tent with Rob Holland? Do you remember going into like another VIP tent with Rob? I don't I must have done remember. that. I must have done that in previous years or years later, I guess. Okay. No, so that was one of my paddock trips. We ate like Rob was like, You okay? I'm like, I haven't eaten anything in like eight hours. Leave me alone. Like <laughs> like someone let me into the most like gourmet buffet at the track. And I was like ravenous. And <laughs> like <laughs> Rob was trying to have a conversation with me, and I was just like totally ignoring him, just like <laughs> like eating like schnitzel, like grabbing the whole thing with like my hand, just like ah, it was like <laughs> like you're embarrassed me, dude. I'm gonna go outside, meet me out there, and you're done like being a homeless person. That seems. I've seen. I've seen. Yeah, you see me eat that. like yeah, I get that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we do the pad yeah. thing. Is that when we decide to just start like drinking the the gin because we're going to get hammered when, to sleep at the fiesta? No, it probably makes sense to go back and sit in the car and drink. So yeah, well, no, so we, we, we decided to go back and sleep, but we're like, wait, well, we're right. like, how the two of us are going to sleep in a fiesta? Remember how humid it was because of all the rain? Oh, it was awful. Like everything was and, wet. Like we're just like everything was like sticky and like <laughs> fucking gross. <laughs> And and sorry to whoever has that car now too because I think we just we just we ran it solid for <laughs> probably twenty. Plus I forgot hours about that. We're like, title. yeah, we're like, we're either gonna die of carbon dioxide poisoning. <laughs> Hopefully, Ford put a good exhaust on it. It's brand new. It was so cold. We we turned we had to turn the heat on in the car. Yeah, we just ran the engine, didn't we? And then we woke <laughs> up and like everyone was stuck around us. Remember that? Right, like BMW yeah. after BMW just totally stuck in the mud. It's like a little 150 horsepower, whatever it is. Uh, uh, we're in like sixth gear, though. We were like, like I was afraid the tires were going to hook up. We were going to blow both half shafts oh to the moon. Yeah. Well, and like have to call Ford and be like, get out. Dude, the thing just exploded. 
Because it was, then, it was showing like 130, 150, 100, whatever on the speedo. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I was in six gears. Yeah. Like, like the, remember the tires smoked on the cold mud? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was weird. It, it, but it, it slowly point, walked itself out of there. <laughs> I, and I, I can't remember how or what or when or why, but we ended up in. Um, this is Adna again, and we met the guy who wrote the book about the seventeen thousand emotions. Yeah, yeah, it's right here on the shelf. I don't remember. Like, I remember meeting the guy, and there was like some parade of racers. (laughs) See, I don't remember all that at all. Because, like, oddly, Peter Peter Sebald is the author. Yeah, and Peter wrote seventeen thousand seventeen thousand nine hundred seventy emotions, and it's like the definitive book on the E thirty M three coffee table book comes its own like jacket yeah. thing. Uh and I looked for years. Every time I went to Europe, I looked for that book in like every city and every motorsports shop. I wanted an English copy, mm-hmm. and he only made seventeen thousand, I think nine hundred seventy copies of the book. Maybe I think, yeah, maybe less than that. Whatever, <laughs> but. uh I met him at the pit stop at Bookstar and Adnow, like on a previous trip, I guess. Because I remember being solo when I met him. Yeah. And he signed my book. It was actually pretty cool, dude, right? Like, I've been looking for the book forever. I go into the bookstore, and she's like, all right, not only do I have an English copy, but the author is standing right over there. <laughs> so, I, yeah, so I go over and start talking to him. We sit down, he signs my book. And I'm like, uh, and I tell him my story about WRC Mexico, and I was like, my dream and all this cool stuff, my dreams to race the Nurburgring, remember all that? And he's like, uh, like, what's your dream? And he's like, I want to run an E30 M3 at Pikes Peak. But it needs, <laughs> he goes, but it needs a six-cylinder M3 motor because the four is too slow. Something to that effect. And I yeah. pull my phone out, and I show him the E30 M3 racing up Pikes Peak, and he goes, you already did it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Like, it was like, it was really, really funny. He was like, no way. And we stayed in touch, like, ever since. Like, every time I go back to the ring, yeah. he's, like, one of the few guys, like, I hit up regularly. He, like, he, like lives there. But uh, I didn't realize we ran into him. We must have just Maybe literally. We... I now know him. So, like, we might have actually messaged him on Facebook. And I think that's what it was. Like, we might have just pulled up and said hi. Where it was that you found the book. Maybe, that, maybe I was just telling stock. you the story. We didn't actually see yeah. it. Isn't that yeah. weird? I mean, That's every, why these like stories are good. I hope people are like not too bummed out by us trying to remember. Like every other <laughs> podcast, people tell like, "So last weekend we won Super Nationals or what?" You know, and right. we're like trying to remember a story from like a decade ago. <laughs> and we were ago, fucking which... there. We didn't even read the book. Like we were there, right? Which you know. hopefully makes it a little more fun because it's more fun. <laughs> yeah, <than laughs> hope it's a little more real. <laughs> yeah, so we went through Adnau. Is Adnau South? Right? Isn't it? I don't yeah. know. I think it's I south. Think so. so we left. We left the track, and then that's. Do you remember? I told uh, Jalopnik I'd publish a story a day. Right. So in the middle of this whole thing, I'm writing an article every day, trying to write, right, trying to write stories, and that's. I remember sitting in piston claws with Torben, to those guys, that first night. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. helped edit it, and we put the story up. That picture, <laughs> though, is like amazing. <laughs> and oh my god. Yeah. But then we did like the Swiss passes. Remember that? Because we pulled off all those weird little roads and the rivers and the bridges and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And then, and then, then we had South. Um, yeah, dude, just saw that. Yeah, totally. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think we're gonna have to save Monaco for uh, part two. I think we should definitely do a part two. Yeah, it was like, I think but just to Monaco like Monaco gets so not, weird. Not to leave people hanging, but basically, like the first half of the trip was twenty four hours in Nurburgring. Then we transitioned. We did like what the article is like seven countries in seven days. Yeah, right. So we drove through seven countries in seven days, and then hit the twenty four hours of Monaco. Drove the Monte Carlo stage roads. Went to the biggest party in all of motorsport, like, period. And then, period. Yeah, period. I mean, dude, did you see someone at Gucci, or not Gucci, GQ, put up an article about partying in Monaco, and it's now above my link. It's really frustrating. For, oh, se- yeah, since 2013, for seven years, if you Google the words Monaco space party, that article about us going to that party was the very first link <laughs> in the world. <laughs> So anyone in the world that Googled Monaco party got our story of going to like that. Yeah, totally. Where oh, the, man, I, can't yeah. um, I can't wait to relive that. I mean, dude, we got to go back and do that. But I, I don't uh, know that I need to go like Monaco turbo era. Like, I don't know that I need to go back and do it again until I'm like really into maybe like a driver's battle. Right. I'm just, I mean, those guys go back every year almost religiously and they like it more because they go get dressed up for them it's like mm-hmm. for them they get like, like they, yeah they, well they buy a bunch of like totally porno like 70s and 80s clothes and then put on like really nice suits and go crash all the parties <laughs> so like they have a good time at that and the Nürburgring's like their backyard they've just done it too many times right it's, they're right they're right but I'm thinking like the 24 hours of the Nürburgring such a great race that like we should go see that on the next one and then mm-hmm. I think we should pair it maybe like with a rally. Oh, that'd be awesome. Just because we get like a three day race. Like it's not over. Right. It's not over. Yeah. In, it's not in one two hours. Kind of... Like formula one. Yeah. Right. And then we get to like go sit on the hillside and like have a picnic, like drink wine and <laughs> eat cheese and crackers. No, but you know what I mean though? Like we go sit on the hillside and chill and like watch yeah. rally cars come ripping by. That sounds like it might be uh like go do Nürburgring and WRC or Nürburgring or rally. even like a smaller rally, but yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. That'd probably be the next trip. So yeah, just because like you know we don't want to like uh, like go for hours of John and I trying to like remember how this all went down. Uh, plus, I got started late. Things going on here, but uh, <laughs> no, I know. So wait, but so we did. Yeah, so we should just do a few more minutes here before we cut this. So like, was so I remembering? We said goodbye to Torben, John, Matthias, right? At the Nürburgring. Right. And I remember... We're going to go to lap Mercedes. <laughs> that's, that's what I oh, my do. God. Do you remember that now? Oh, my God. I can't yeah. believe you just said that. Yeah, so <laughs> they told us that there's something odd that happens where the moment the race ends, the track gates are open, and you can just pull your car onto the track and lap they apparently have done it like multiple years and they get like two three four laps in the Nürburgring before like the safety cars kick them off (laughs) like they're spraying champagne and doing like awards like in pit lane and they're lapping like the Nordsch life like they just cut off like the GP circuit and they're out there in like some S-class Mercedes or whatever the hell they were driving right (laughs) right like 
so ridiculous. And like, apparently they do it every year. Like, I don't know how those guys don't get more trouble, but, uh, and they're good kids too. They're not like, they're not, they're really smart. They're like educated. They're good kids. They don't really cause, try to cause I mean, trouble. They just like the Nurburgring and race cars. Yeah. <laughs> like they're really timid in every other situation. It's good, clean fun. Like they're the first guys that'll be like, no, no, dude, we'll like pull right out after the safety car and lap yeah. the ring. But then like, <laughs> you'll be somewhere else to be like, oh no, no, please don't behave that way. Like, right. <laughs> like it's like totally like it's a weird world. sense of values. But um, yeah. yeah. So if I remember correctly, we didn't know they were going to Monaco. That's right. So we drove we south it. through the Alps. Oh yeah, we we went to Munich. Did we, we catch up um, with Mark Bosch? That's right. Oh yep. wow! Yeah. That's so uh, for everyone from home, Mark Bosch is uh, oh man, I don't know. He's a journalist. He's a, a TV video personality in in Munich. He reviews everything from like toys to video games. And he's like running for mayor in his small town. I don't think it's that small. Running for mayor. Dude's the best. I met him on a press trip in the States and we we're, I forget what we were doing, but he extended his trip, rented a Corvette and took it out to the desert and did like a hundred and something like 60 or 80 and got like radar and pulled over. Like he got some ticket for doing like double the speed limit, but he's like, what are they going to do? Take my driver's license. I remember leaving, I remember saying goodnight that, Oh, and he packed, a suitcase full of German beer. So he had like all special release, like German beer. You can't buy here in the States, but he like flew over here. So at the end mm-hmm. of the press day, we had like this insane German beer. I'm like, dude, you're my new best friend. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, and this is my new Corvette. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, I'm going to the desert. I'm going to break some records. <laughs> like, but he actually got like caught fully topped out. Like six gear, just Full Autobahn, just, no, oh, like he's probably doing it for like an hour. You know what I mean? Not like a minute. <laughs> right, right, right. And, uh, and got like pulled over. He said it was like a fortune. He had to pay like, it was, it was like thousands of dollars. He's like, I don't get it. Like that's allowed in my small town. I go to the Autobahn. <laughs> but, um, yes, yeah, so we went to Mark. We went drinking at the breweries. That was pretty cool. He showed us oh. that awesome sailor bar thing that's right the um behind oh it's behind um it's, uh, the place of the keller Kleiner, here Kleiner it's behind Eyinger on the other side of like yeah, the near, near bridge. Um, yeah it's, it's be- named after uh, a rum drink of some type isn't it so like sailor jerry is it no no it's like a there's yeah, a famous rum drink at the bar that we drank that place was cool yeah. because you drink so much beer there cool. it was like a liquor bar yeah because it was Early in the day, we were drinking this rum. Uh, oh, that thing, thing was awesome! It was. Yeah, it was so strong. They were leaving there hammered. <laughs> so we, we stayed in Munich. Oh, we had that insane meal at the German restaurant the first time we got in town. Right, yeah, right down the street from the hotel. Yeah, it was like amazing. <laughs> Turns out it's like a really good German restaurant. Like we just yeah yeah. So, again, so there's that, and then we next day drive south through the mountains roll into Monaco at night where I take that insane picture. Right. Right. And I think that night we had a hotel in Nice. Yeah. So we were, we're not able to get a hotel. Oh, we were in the hooker hotel. We were were staying on top of a a, strip club. Strip club. And remember the babies coming out in the morning? Yeah. The strippers with the babies. 
Strippers and baby carriages at fucking like 7 a.m. is like a horrific sight to see. That is crazy. But the the weird thing is, dude, I stayed at the hotel like kind of across the street like 20 years ago. And I stayed at another hotel and I've gotten out of that train station in Nice like, I don't know, a dozen, not a dozen, like a handful of times. And every time I look over at that sketchy fucking building with the weird bar and the strip club in the kind of basement down the stairs from the train. And I'm like, what the hell kind of seedy hotel is that? <laughs> and that's where we stay. And then it's like, oh, that's ours. That's our hotel. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I just remember we were so terrified the car was going to get just completely demolished. Yeah, because that, those streets were like, those streets were just empty. Remember that? That was terrifying. And our car was like by far the nicest vehicle within blocks, which is not like a normal thing in Europe. Usually right. there's like S classes everywhere. <laughs> And you get to the south of France, and there's, like, bombed-out scooters and, like, trash Renaults, like, all over the place. We were in the hood. But it's, like but it's only, like, a couple blocks. And the train station's not bad. Like, you know, it's no. just, it wasn't. No. We were, we were, we were okay, but the, um... It was a total course, hooker. To... The hotel was nice, though, actually. It was. It was not bad at all. Except for we did have to sleep together. Was it? Yeah, no, but I thought I brought the back seat. We brought out of the, the car, and I tried to turn that into a bed. Right. I took we, the bottom cushion out. took the bottom cushion off of the, the back seat. I think I slept on that the first night. No. I, I climbed I, into bed. Decided, God yeah, damn it. And there's those pictures and, of us in the scarf in the article. But, and, but we, we, put, we put all the pillows on the bed between us. <laughs> I remember that now. <laughs> I was like, all right, this is totally chill. I've got like a little cot over here. Right. I was like, I was like, this is totally doable. I couldn't like, you can't, you can't hear the person. No arms gonna like come over and like fly over and touch you in the morning. Right? Yeah, I remember being like, I'm down with this. I got my little. It's like sleeping in a like air, airplane when you're in a little pod and there's some weirdo on the other side of you. Right. Right. And and of course, I don't want to get too far into the stories because I think we need it. We need yeah, to no, it's, it we need a second. It. Plus, but, it's getting late but, and you gotta go. Yeah, yeah, go kick but, some ass. Yeah. I the, the I I still one of the funnier things is we show up into Monaco. You take that picture. We're like, let's go, let's drive down. And I think at some point before ta- right after taking the picture, you put the GoPro on top of the car, and we start going down the Formula One loop because of course it's open the night before the race, before they shut it down. Oh yeah, and we we made it like halfway through an entire lap. And then we got pulled Did over. Did we yell that and pulled over? Right. They took our passports. Remember that? And like the whole that was like we were like, oh shit, like we're gonna get busted. Okay, see I, I get I get confused because now that was the second time that's happened to me in Monaco. Oh, was it? Right. And like the Ford Focus ST came out before the fiesta, right? Right. Right. Okay, so in like two thousand eleven is when I went to South of France on the ST Focus launch. And that's when I stole the car and took the other journalist to Monaco because he was, he was about to retire. He's like 60, 65, and he'd never seen Monaco. And he had the money to see it. And he, all he wanted to do was drive the Grand Prix circuit his whole life. So I lied to him and got him in the car and left the country. Remember that whole thing? Well, I did, I, yeah. I, for his lap, I GoPro'd it, and we got pulled over down by like uh, uh, Lowe's kind of in that hairpin area. And like, told we couldn't uh, film, but I must have thought we could have gotten away with it with like a little GoPro and did it again. 
Yeah, and this is right. We were getting ready to turn into the tunnel. Um, yeah, that's right. I remember that guy yelled at us and pulled us over. He gave it, us like he took our passports. Yeah. Fuck yeah! It, he told it, us like a it, big it, fine. Oh my god! And and then he just he like he just turned into like the the super, the coolest cop ever. <laughs> just, yeah, because we're such ugly not ugly Americans. We're so like, what do you mean you can't film while driving right. around? And he's like, silly Americans and your freedoms. <laughs> that's because then he said, "I love America." I start talking. Yeah, like, that's awesome. See, wait, tell me more about this. See, I don't remember this too much because it 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 blurs with my focus. Traffic stop yeah. in like almost the exact same area, <laughs> like literally, like right yeah. after Lowe's going into the tunnel is about where we got smoked too. That, yeah, and, and like the the they basically had a you know the cops were everywhere on the track, and um oh, and it was yeah. Grand Prix weekend, so it made sense that they were like watching yeah. everything. Right, and so they, you know, they were, they were, they were doing everything that they were supposed to be doing, and, and we probably weren't. But no, nowhere did they. We weren't driving to, fast. We just wanted like no, we're a just, tourist we're lap going on a cruise. Yeah, yeah, and uh, all, I mean, all they you know made us do was take it, take it off the top of the car because it was on the top of the car. <laughs> but uh, but I mean that was that was uh, as far as the things I remember about that. That was the one. The one yeah, little bit of the really first that. night. Did we ever go to the brewery, like brasserie in the harbor? Yes, we did. I like that place. That place was awesome. So this is that, cool. it, I can't remember because again, we'll get into this in the second. Yeah. Second story, well, but, and also you yeah. split at some point, so I've got some stuff in Monaco that we've talked about right. a bit because I came home and told you about the trip, but like right. that you weren't a part of. That were like things yeah, got like fucking out. aggressive. I think I flew out Sunday morning. You took me to the airport at like two o'clock in the morning or before the race, the morning of the race. That sounds right. Yeah. So I overslept a little bit and then I yeah. got caught on the wrong side of the Harbor and Lindsay was trying to get me on the Mercedes yacht. Right. But I couldn't mm-hmm. get there by the start. Remember that I tried to rent a boat. I'm like, yo dude, I'll give you 200 bucks. If you just take me across the Harbor and like, <laughs> 200 bucks to get in a dinghy and go across the harbor. Like in America, be like, yeah, sure. The dude just looked at me. He's like, there's Monaco, bro. Like, I'm fucking not going anywhere for 200 bucks. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're like, you're trying to run a dinghy to go across. I'm like, dude, just take me to that huge boat right there at the exit of the tunnel. The big boat. <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd be dope as hell, too, to like roll up my own dinghy, show up at the party by boat. <laughs> Yo, this is my boat. This is my boat. I slept on it last night. <laughs> James Bond style. Yeah, but the boat's like literally like ten feet. <laughs> it's not, it's not. Right. <laughs> It'll be like, yo, nice boat, Lindsay. Check my boat. <laughs> Seven horsepower. Well, but uh, yeah, like what? Can't wait to, to relive the second part of the story. No, we gotta we gotta go through that. What else do we miss though in the early parts? Just that we should cover next time. We've like so we went. Did we go right from? Uh, Rally Tennessee to Lemons, and then what was the next thing we did after Lemons? Uh, was it right to the nerve? I mean, we were hung out in Chicago and worked on cars and did stuff. And we were like track. Days hang, yeah, we did. And, and I think it was straight to, to Baja. Actually. Oh, maybe. It was lemons to, uh-huh. to Baja. Baja, though, was after Europe. No, no, it wasn't. Because Baja was in 2010, wasn't it? Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah, very first year. First, the first year was yeah 2010, and um, because there, because even after Baja, didn't we do another when we when we cut God, the roof I off forgot the- all about Baja. Like, I mean, I just forgot about that whole thing, like with you starting right. the car and pushing into tech. Yeah. And like yeah, all the part, what a, what a fucking mess that was. <laughs> we ran out of gas. When did you, when did I pick you up? Like in San Diego airport? Like after we were nearly done or what? No, I actually flew in. Yeah, and, you helped uh, with the whole second ben, part of the build. Yeah. Ben, oh I mean, God. I was there for the entire time. Ben and. Um, Wait, were you, but you weren't at SEMA though. No, I flew in basically when you arrived into San Diego. Right, we, that's when you, right, exactly. So you were there for like that whole mess. Yeah. We yeah. had just found SRD. Right. Because when I picked like, you up at the airport, literally. we went back to SRD. But no, because I, didn't I, did you pick me up at the airport? Or, I, think, I thought Ben picked me up at the airport for some reason. I feel like I sent, or Matt DiBattista maybe. So, I think was, I think I'm like, hey, this guy Matt's picking you up. I think I connected you with a total stranger. It was yeah, because Matt was, lives like, down in that area, and I think he was coming up north to see the car. I think that's right. I think I had like a total stranger pick you up. <laughs> hey, dude, this guy with like a white, you know, touring's coming to grab you. Like, <laughs> totally normal. Totally normal. He's a BMW guy. Like, yeah, exactly. I think I think I think it was. It was like God. So yeah, okay. So we got to cover. Dude, I forget. For me, that 2010 Baja is there's a lot of weird build stuff adjustments where I'm like mm-hmm. way in over my head, you know. Right. And then there's like, and then there's just me in the car scared, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Not scared that I'm gonna hurt myself. Scared that we're gonna be like alone in the desert for like four days vast desert <laughs> until someone finds us and i know the race course is there and someone's gonna find us it's no big deal but i'm still like this thing is gonna break both its front wheels off and we're not gonna be able to extract it and we're gonna have to just like strip it and like bury the frat chassis like and, and, and by the way we don't have radios at work we can't even talk to yeah, anybody dude, no radios oh, no communication oh, when the dot stops moving for more than four hours come this way <laughs> oh we've got so many stories to tell Dude, I mean the the yeah, wow. All right, and then we got finished Monaco. And we'll go from there. That sounds good. 